0: guys welcome to episode 174 of blind guy talks tech for tuesday the 16th of august 2022 we're back and we're in the inbox and even sean's here hello you're listening to Blind Guy Talks Tech, your daily accessible tech
1: podcast. Now, here's that blind guy himself, Stephen Scott.
0: <laughs> Can you tell it's been a while? Um, <laughs> it just feels like it's been months since I've sat down to do this. The chemistry properly. is all gone, Stephen Scott. I was oh, I, it's, oh, I was that's just it. taking
1: a drink. My, I was just saying before we recorded, you, you sound a little bit hoarse and I've got a little bit of a frog
0: in my throat. It's been too long. I know. What's mm. going on? Uh, do you know what mm. it is? We ha- We are not communicating as much. I think mm. that, this feels like a, a moment of therapy. Feels like my marriage. Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking anymore. We don't talk. I love you, Sarah. She doesn't uh, listen. What uh, am I? I'm not saying that. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, Who yeah, are you I talking know, it to? Matter. Exactly. No, it, it's interesting. I, um, I, I just haven't had so much. I, I have so much going mm. on in this little room. Yeah. It is unbelievable. And uh, you might get treated today <laughs> To a special guest in our studio. Oh a special guest maybe in our studio Maybe.
1: Today. There's no uh what, no guarantees? What are we talking?
0: There's no guarantees, oh, right. no, because um, Mega Megastar. Basically, uh well, Megastar as far as I'm concerned, because he's installing air conditioning. <gasps>
1: wow. It's like ah oh, living in the, the big leagues, Stephen Scott. You've got AirCon and you live in
0: Scotland with AirCon. That makes you the king of Scotland, surely. It does, and I think, well, officially, yes, I am now the king of Scotland. Thank you well uh, for that. But I, <laughs> I have to say, the only downside to all of this is it's now getting pretty, pretty cold up here. Yeah, uh, which is just typical. Frankly, <laughs> the heat waves over. The heat waves over, and the aircon gets turned on, <laughs> and immediately turned back
1: on. Now, is it aircon exclusively, or can it also pump out some heat?
0: It can do ah, well, both. It there can handle you heat. Go. It can handle cold. Although I'll never, ever be producing heat. I mean, I produce enough heat for this oh, house. Oh, that's so gross. Okay. We'll be fine. Uh, I meant through my uh, mouth. you disgusting human so being. So did I. That's um, still gross. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so I am basically sitting here with the guy going around. He doesn't quite get the whole podcasting thing. So I'm like, you know, okay, so I'm going to be recording. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you got to be, well, you, you don't have to <gasps> be quiet. I, I don't even mind how much noise speak. you make. How dare you, sir? No, I, I said you do what you like. You do whatever you need to do. Uh, but just don't expect me to talk back to you because I'll be recording. Yes. Um, doesn't quite get Not it. Much. So anyway, it's fine. You're probably just wondering at some point. And that's I okay, can't wait. Because this podcast, as you well know, <laughs> is the uh, absolute bastion Oof. Of, Oof. <laughs> of professionalism. <laughs> I kind of ruined that sentence by doing that. But yes, absolutely.
1: Well done. We will wait and see. The element of surprise in a podcast. That's what's yeah, missing. The elephant
0: of surprise. That's what we should go. That's a podcast name. Write that uh, right down. The elephant, hang of, on. Surprise. elephant of surprise. Uniquely Stephen and Stephen of Surprise. Visually improved. I like that one as well.
1: <laughs> well, since you're a PT, I mean, you know, we can't say uniquely Stephen Elephant no Surprise.
0: <laughs> no, that's true. Exactly. No. Well, I don't know. You still probably can because there's still quite a trunk there. Oh, um, okay. Let's move on. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Uh, listen, we've got lots of emails as you uh, lovely people send in emails. So uh, let's read Hang them. On. Hang on. I thought we'd do something wait, crazy wait, wait, today. Wait, wait. Before we do what? that, what?
1: I feel, you know, because we have been away. You know, this is maybe a daily podcast, Stephen. I'm not being funny. You've been busy. You've been on your trips. You've been doing things, right? But I feel we should say hello
0: to our listeners. Hi. Hello. Okay, perfect. Move on. Okay, great. That was that. Well done. Um, Okay, so uh, Total Tech Solutions writes in and says, Hello, we are an ARX Vision reseller in Texas. (gasps) And I really enjoyed your review of the headset. We are waiting on our demos to get here, but this is exciting. Good work, says Mindy. Oh, that's Mindy.
1: nice. Mindy. I love the name Mindy. And not just because of my favorite film from the. Uh, Mork. Thank you. Nanu, Nanu. I'm sure Nanu, I'm Nanu. sure Mindy's never heard that before.
0: No, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure she's, she's probably thinking, oh, here we go. Great. Thanks for that, guys. Of all the people. <laughs> but to thank see you. It. Uh,
1: yes, are you getting on with the, uh, the ARX, Stephen Scott? It's, I'm waiting for the in depth dive review it's coming it's coming but listen i will say
0: this i'm not really enjoying taking out and about because and this is maybe just because it's taking two phones and i have to have one phone in my pocket the whole time um because you can't just stash the phone in the bag well you can but then you're on the risk of yanking the cable out by accident Mm. as i did the other day Mm. uh but i do use it around the home and i like it in the house because you know i can read documents and stuff with it it's good it's really good for all that kind of stuff but i'm I think the problem is right now, we're all kind of waiting. And I saw David Woodbridge tweeting out what looked like a rather grumpy tweet, but I think he's right. All these companies are raving about the fact that Ira will be on their products, but it's not happened yet. And it's like, could we just stop talking about it for a while until it actually gets here? Uh, because frankly, that's the thing that most of us are waiting for. Once Ira dro- drops on this, I probably won't use it for anything <gasps> else. That's the God's honest truth. I mean, yeah, I, I, of course, I'll use it for short text. I mean, that is a definite, actually. Mm. But not probably for much more than Mr. that, Mister Woodbridge, um, the grumpy Australian. How
1: dare you, sir? But you are absolutely right.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. You know, we're coming to where are we now? Mid August. I mean, uh, I just, I just,
0: I was kind of hoping it'd be here but yes. no, I, I see the, I see the betas going. A lot of people are raving about the web version of Ira, uh, which I haven't tried yet. Actually, I haven't signed up to that public you not? Beta. Yeah, <gasps> I must do that. No, oh, at the time you'll be in trouble. I'm busy. Okay. All right. Fine. Uh, thank you. Uh, who, what was the company, Mindy's company there? Uh, that was Total Tech Solutions in Texas. Total Tech TTS. Uh, I, I would that if I were you guys. Oh, I like it. Very good. Yeah. Do you? Okay. Total Tech Solutions in Texas. You, it does it ring does. well, doesn't it? Almost like a country song, which you will find in Texas. Okay. Good. You had to get country songs. All my exes live in Texas. Okay, that's enough. That's one of my favourite songs. Thank you,
1: Mindy. Next.
0: Greg writes in, hello, Stephen and Sean. I'm so glad to hear of Stephen's lifestyle and health changes. Oh, oh. hang on. I may be, I may oh. be about to die any given second. It would appear my health <laughs> changes have not saved me from the drilling that's going on. I did promise you noise. Uh, I didn't think he was coming through the wall, though. I thought I might come through no. the door. Uh, clearly not. Okay. Anyway, uh, Greg says, I'm so glad to hear of uh, Stephen's lifestyle and health changes. The body is a temple, but there is no need to expand the congregation. <laughs> I like that. I would have used that all the time.
1: It's very good. I love that. Uh, you put me to shame. i got to say, Stephen, I'm starting to feel, you know, I should... Uh, nah, forget it. I'm not.
0: Yeah, come on. Uh, drawing on my science and engineering studies, that's great oh. by the way, uh, one should not exceed design payload capacity for too long. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, Sean of the Shed revealed some very personal details, and aside from shedding a few pounds of payload... Oh. There is a product sold in this country for hot weather motorcyclists sold under the brand name Monkey Butt Powder, which should give relief. Oh, Monkey Butt Powder. Oh, I see. It's all about the way you uh, inflect on that one. Uh, In more ways than one. (laughs) Monkey Butt Powder. There you go. Get yourself some of that, Sean. This is because of your uh,
1: perineum problems. perineal. problems, problems, yes. Tatters I am down there. No, I was just furiously trying to think, When did I mention that on Sean of the Shed? If I did, I didn't mean to. Now now I'm going to have to go
0: through everything. It wouldn't surprise me if people are just getting mixed up because we put out so much content (laughs) that people just don't know where they heard it anymore. Uh, But Greg says, do tell your doctor about the issue you had while travelling with frequency of pit stops, some health concerns that are worth eliminating there. You guys are in the prime of Mm. life, a time that you should also aim to be in the prime of health. Kind regards, Greg in Pennsylvania. Wow,
1: Greg, as ever.
0: Do- Dr. Dr. Greg.
1: <laughs> thank you, Greg, as ever. And
0: uh yes. There, there was a lot of
1: concern. And I, I was kind of touched, being serious for a minute. Thank you. Because people did get in touch and say, you really should get that looked out. It could be that, you know, deep vein trombonist, uh, because of the recent travels and stuff, and inactivity. Uh so thank you. Yes, it's all it's all fine now. I'm making a joke. It's all it's all sorted out. <laughs> Thank Good.
0: You. Good. As long as you're I'm all right. I, we, we worry about I know. What well, you should do. I'm a crumbly old man. We worry about you yeah. even more than you worry about yourself, no. which is kind of worrying. <laughs> Every, everything's worrying. Okay. Everything is terrifying. I mean, the world is terrifying, <sighs> no, not, but this is even the more world terrifying. Is
1: great. Let's, let's move on.
0: Oh, on. Whatever. Right. Mary Ellen writes in Hello, Stephen. If you were looking for jam oh. pie uh, without the bits in it, then it's called jelly. That could be the reason why you can't find a good strawberry jam. The difference between jam and jelly is the bits. No,
1: no, 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 oh, no. Well, this is not No, sorry. Here's the big divide here between the UK and, uh, I'm assuming.
0: Separated by a common yes, language, yes. I think. No,
1: jelly. We don't call jam jelly. Jelly is completely different. Uh, jelly said, I mean, the thing is, they call it jello, don't they? Which is, is that not no, just Jello's jelly? Is jello again? not jelly? I'm sure it sure it is. It's that green gunk, isn't it, jello?
0: I don't know. Is that not the stuff they put in? Oh, I don't know. Isn't I that what we no call dream topping? I
1: what? think that's
0: jelly. Dream jealous. topping? Yes, dream topping. Oh. Well, like Angel Delight. Ah,
1: Angel Delight. That's, ah. my dream.
0: that's my dream topping. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I can't have that anymore either. Uh,
1: thank you. Um, no, we, don't, anyway. we, don't call, we don't call our jam jelly at all. Uh, so you do have jam with bits or jam with non-bits in it. Uh, or you have conserve as well, if
0: you're being posh. Mm. Mm. You can also get diabetic jam, did you know you can, you get, can diabetic get diabetic jam? You can get diabetic everything. I mean so the jam isn't diabetic. It's uh, it's it's, 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 a core. it's the it's for people with diabetes. Who have yeah. di- That's where that, that, that this is where language is important. It's about getting the words in the right order I think. Um okay so uh <laughs> Mary Ellen also writes at the end I think rather sar- sarcastically love the tech. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, speaking of you and your health, uh, we got a lovely message in from Eleanor. Let me uh, play that in for you. Eleanor wants to uh, send you specifically a message, Sean. Hi,
2: Sean. It's Eleanor. I felt I had to call you after hearing you saying in yesterday's podcast that you felt you couldn't justify having a guide dog because you work from home and would only use the dog for socialising. That's a total misconception. Guide dogs say they want their dogs to help people live their best life the way they want to live it. So I'll tell you what I do with my dog. We go to the park, we go to the local shops, we go to church and the activities there, and we meet friends for lunch and coffee. That's it. I used to take the bus to the nearest big town to buy CDs, but who needs CDs when you've got the smart speaker? (laughs) I don't do public transport anymore, which guide dogs were delighted about because that was the one thing that totally stressed Norris out during his training. We're a match made in heaven. So if you feel... There's a chance that a dog might give you a better quality of life. Take Stephen's advice there, I've said it, and talk to guide dogs. What can you lose? You've already got a head start because you love dogs and would probably find it easier than some people to trust the dog to guide you. Anyway, I hope this helps. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Bye.
1: Oh, Eleanor, thank you so much. And um, yeah, I don't want people to think that you know, for because um, look, how many of us are actually working anyway, right? It, it's it's uh, if guide dogs were only for getting you to and from work for the commute, then um, barely any of us would have one.
0: I, 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 yeah, exactly. Like two guide exactly. dogs. Exactly.
1: So I don't want anyone to think that. Yeah, um, I'm anyone who's using it for a leisure or socializing is is, uh, taking it away from someone else. And honestly, I haven't had much interaction with guide dogs or the guide dog association. So yeah, I may have a misconception. You may be absolutely right. I just, maybe everyone feels like this. It feels like, you know, I can get by with my cane. And um, I, I honestly feel like someone may need the dog more than I do. And as you say, that could be a misconception. You're absolutely right. But yeah, I don't know. Is that the way most people feel? I know, Stephen, I remember you telling me that the guide dogs were a little bit funny about when you were going to use the guide dog.
0: Yeah, they were. I mean... It's no secret, and, and some of the conversations that you have with guide dogs, I mean, everyone... Sorry, I may have thrown you under the bus there. Feel free no, to... No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. Well, I'm happy to talk about it because, you know, it happened and it's it's not a lie, but it only happened to me. So, you know, other people's experiences, I'm sure, are different. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was not a negative at all. I mean, in some ways, it was actually... It maybe saved me from making the, the wrong decision uh, because what they said to me was, you know, look, at that point... Because bear in mind, at the time I was applying for a guide dog, it was just... I think I'd applied just before... pandemic so just at the end of 19 and i thought this could be great for me because i'm traveling into work and and my intention was (laughs) in 2020 to be much more active to get out a lot more to go more places to visit more places and we started it in 2020 by going out to um las vegas to do ces and that was great. And then, of course, I brought coronavirus back with me because I'm kind that way. And I, did, I always like to bring people something yes, back. thank you. A fridge so, magnet would have done, uh, but it's okay. It would have been, well, I did. It was a fridge magnet covered <laughs> with coronavirus. Um, but anyway, I you know, we came back and then we had a conversation with the guide dogs and they said to me, look, bottom line is, um, you're you're not out, you're not going anywhere. And I wasn't, I was in the house all the time. And they said, don't get a dog. If you're going to adjust your life to accommodate the dog. And I think that's quite important to understand. It's not that they were suggesting don't get the dog. They're saying don't, if your routine is not normally able to facilitate an animal or a dog of any kind, don't do it. Because it's not fair on you. It means you have to suddenly accommodate an animal you didn't really want to do or didn't want to have to deal with. Because, you know, like, and it's true. I mean, I spent a lot of time in my office. Could I get out more? Yes. Should I get out more? Yes. But the truth is, I'd be doing it because of the dog. And would that impact on me? And that was kind of their question. And I said, actually, or, you know, gave it a lot of thought. And I said, look, well, actually, do you know what? I think you're right. I think this is maybe a bad idea. Uh, my wife, on the other hand, is out every day. So it makes sense for her. Um, yeah, but
1: I, th- I suppose that's the
0: question, though, isn't it? It's, it's a bit of a chicken and an, the egg. But you are out a lot. You do go, go out, out with every the dog. day. I mean, I, you go out way more <laughs> than me. Yeah. But that's that's. An example of it though And I think the point is Okay granted You wouldn't be able to take That dog with no. you If you were going out With the guide dog Because you're not allowed To take another pet not? dog With you No No In fact actually I think somebody Get a dog taken off them For that Really Years ago Or the, you know And it's like I love these people That do this I had a neighbour once Recently actually did this I was looking out the window And I was say, shouting to them New car And she shouted back And she said oh, There's nothing wrong With your oh, eyes like, I love that Yeah, And I said And I said well I said it's your old car was, I guess, a dark color. I don't it could have been black. I don't know brown, whatever. I said, but the new one's bright white. I, I mean, <laughs> you can see it from space. <laughs> yep, a blind man could see it from space. But then you get into the conversation of,
1: well, uh, can
0: you not just see nothing? Can yeah, you, what
1: can you? Uh,
0: yeah, it gets complicated. Well, rough. do you know what right. she says? Do you know what she says? She says, "I'm going to call the disabled." people on you. Yeah, she did give me a call. Well, th- no, actually, she said she didn't. She said the disability people. That's what she said. I'm going to call the disability people. And I think, who are these people? <laughs> who are they going to call? Did I look look up on Google? Call the disability people. The disability. The disabled people will come around and, and, I don't know, knock them into touch. Disability police. Well, I'm sure she
1: was yeah. joking, Stephen. It's, it's one of those hilarious jokes that people sometimes... Oh, it's like. one of those hilarious jokes. Yeah, I
0: know, I know. Sometimes, most of the time it doesn't bother me, but...
1: Sorry, you know, what's that got to do we a bit.
0: Nothing. Well uh, anyway, moving thank on. Thank you, Eleanor. Uh, Vicky writes in, see how I did that? I managed to yeah. get away from that well conversation. Done. I'm good at this, aren't I? Uh, Vicky writes in, hello, Blind Guy Talks Tech gang. Oh. You may not know, Stephen, but the Grove key is used with the Lisi software from Brian Hartgen. This software really makes Windows with JAWS much easier to use. I love the show and the way you all respectfully discuss sensitive topics. Oh, wow. Well, thank you very much, Vicky. Uh, I will say it also is used by me on my Windows VM because that's what I use it for now. I use it as my insert key um, because these keyboards, the, the Logitech keyboards I've got, instead of having a, an insert key where you might expect it to be on a, a full-size extended keyboard, instead you have the function key. Um, and that's obviously no use. That That's not possible. You could change it, but then you would be making that key yes. and all of the functions associated with it redundant. So I just make it the Grov key. Well, the, uh, but I didn't realize some software uses it specifically. Well, the, like he that. would do it. Using it as part of a script because... Is
1: basically a redundant key. It's a bit mm-hmm. like scroll lock or, no or print screen. You know, it's a, it's a key. Yeah, I no one's used that for forty years. So, uh, yeah, it's
0: it's uh, it's a key that anyone can use. So, uh, yeah, fair point. The thing is, though, do you know it kind of bothers me because we we are on a, a stage where I see some of these new keyboards coming out having less and less of those kinds of keys. Yeah. And you know, I always make the the comment about my insert key. You know, oh, here we go again with the insert key. What's this nineteen ninety? And it's like, yeah, but oh, okay. But let's just imagine a world without it. And the Surface Pro is a great example, it's great. Where people are having to, yeah, great, because you have to use the caps lock yes. key, which is just which pointless. is better. Yes, I must admit, I don't use the caps lock key very often for it, anything it, else. It's, it's and that's far true. better.
1: It's far far better. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Do well, you, you do you use that with the of course, I use caps lock with everything because it's it's just in a better position.
0: I wonder if it's anything to do with right or left handedness. Um, yeah, I think it's it's like everything else in life. It's where you start. I was always used to using the insert key no, on the right side. it's right, right
1: over there. The it's such a stretch to. Yes. Yeah, but like I say, if you if you start, it, but the,
0: the caps lock key's are way over there on the left side. Yeah, What's it's right, right under about? my pinky. for F7, it's Just right in the, the middle, middle. No, no, so what no, talking no, about? the
1: caps lock key's right under my pinky. Just... I don't know why I turned into a New Yorker there. I was like, what are you talking about? Why are you walking oh, here? An Irish um, New Yorker, obviously. An Irish
0: New Yorker, clearly, <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. Uh, Celtic. I respectfully um, uh,
0: uh, disagree. Like <laughs> we do. Greg from Pennsylvania Again. writes in. Hi, Stephen. Oh, he does. Actually, hang on. Is he? Oh, yes, he did. Uh, This is a separate email because uh, if you might remember, we had a little bit of a discussion on Uh the show about uh, Android and iOS. Oh, Oh, okay. Sorry, Greg. (laughs) We had the wonderful Aaron on with us, and he writes in. He says, Stephen, just a quick fact check on your (laughs) assertion in the Western world that iOS is predominant. In 2021 in the US, Android phones were 48% of the unit sales, and in the UK, Android sales were 45%. If you look at trend lines, Android phones will most likely overtake iPhones in the next couple of years in both the US and UK. I don't have statistics for the blindness community, but do believe that iOS has a greater market share in our community that will persist for some time, in large part because of the accessibility head start of Apple. I personally would switch to Android due to its better compatibility with Windows, but apps like Talking Tuner, Seeing AI, and Soundscape are iOS only at this time. If Apple made iPhones more compatible with Windows and gave us better form factor choices, I would be very happy with Apple. I feel really constricted by the lack of choice Apple gives us, so I am far from being a fanboy, but grudgingly accept the fact that for me, iOS is the better choice despite the lack of choice Apple gives me. I don't want to be stuck in the Apple uh, ecosystem as uh, Mac offers me nothing, and there is lots I can do on a PC with JAWS I could never do with voiceover. There's just no way for a blind person to do any kind of advanced mathematics on a Mac with voiceover. It's fine for creatives, but not at all useful for any kind of scientific uh, use as a blind person. Well, I can't disagree with any of that. But I think you can approve my point. There's more people using Ma- uh, iPhones than Android, right? So that was my point and I was right. So thank you, Greg, for clarifying that. I really appreciate that. Oh, I'm saying nothing. Well, you know, I mean, actually, it is. I didn't mention this on the show, but this is true that in our community, it is even more prevalent um, that iOS leads. But I think, you know, like Greg says, that's because of the fact, A, they got in there first. And I think the implementation, you know, over a period of time has been better. Um, But there's absolutely no denial that, that Google has moved on. And I think the problem is for a lot of people, and this is where this argument keeps coming up. The people who are talking about it, and I've been accused of this as well, people say, well, you know, you haven't used it in a long time. Or when you do use it, you only use it for a short period of time. So you're not really giving it the, you know, the time that you would give the iPhone. And that's true. That is very true. Um, I'm never going to make the change. I've, I've come to that conclusion. It's taken me a long time. I've dabbled in the world of Android mm. Way too long, but I think it's it's time to move on. Anyway, um, negative. Julian has been in touch on this subject as well. Who says hello, team? I'm just writing in to say how much I enjoyed the big fight. Oh, the current champion Bruiser Scott versus the up and coming Aaron Hewitt. <laughs> what a contest! The ever pugnacious, apple fueled Scott trying to land a knockout argument on the game and nimble minded Hewitt. May I also congratulate the referee, Mister Sean Priest on his good-humoured attempts to maintain some order as the two contenders let loose at each other. A rematch soon, please. (laughs) Seriously, he says, Aaron won me over as soon as he showed himself as less than a fan of Samsung. I have always been dismayed at the way we blind folk tend to automatically think Android equals Samsung, with Pixel hovering somewhere in the background. That's true, actually. Uh, As some of you may have gathered from some of my previous emails, I'm not a Samsung fanboy. Android is supposed to be open source, but Samsung will keep mucking it about, uh, endlessly trying to force their own branding on it, too. Of course, most manufacturers do some of this, but Samsung take it to extremes. What good reason was there for Bixby? Why do they need to reorganize all the settings? And why, when they supposedly worked together with Google on its improvement, did they then create their own version of TalkBack? It may interest listeners to know that one of your rivals, the Android users, a blind Android users podcast, I should say, have an item in episode 73 devoted. To how to remove Samsung's own version of Talkback and replace it with the Google version. <laughs> be warned: although it is claimed to be the easiest method, it is still very techy. Now, all of this might be okay if the changes were improvements, but very often they're not. In the case of Talkback, some users say they can see no difference, but others claim that the Samsung version is significantly slower. Now, this is interesting. So, pause there for a second. That's very interesting. You say that, Julian, oh. because I've kind of felt that too, but I just I don't know. I didn't think much of it. It Kind of maybe makes me wonder why. I don't know. It's just this is a really interesting one. Because if Samsung are obviously making the changes, and I didn't realise that they had gone to the extent of actually, and Aaron's conversation brought that out, that this was a a, a different version and they were basically putting on these devices. I did not know that. Yeah, I thought they brought it all back together, unified it into one. But yeah, I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah i I didn't realize that it was a separate thing entirely, and it is it does feel a bit different and actually I've been trying to get my hands on either a pixel or something else that's you know out there that is running stock Android, if you like to just see what the differences are and I have to say when I think about it now, my experiences with Google were probably more positive as in Google Pixel was more positive than the Samsung, yeah.
1: I've got. I, I love so the, that's, the
0: Pixel range. I think it's it's fantastic.
1: Price wise, yeah. you know, when you look at the A series that they do, the six A they just released. That six A
0: is 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 amazing yeah, for the price three nine nine for the money four hundred yeah. quid. Yeah, and they were doing the thing where they were chucking in the, the buds for yeah. a while as well. I don't know if they're still doing that, but um, but I mean that's that was a great price for that device. And basically, what they're doing is they're pushing that right up against the iPhone SE and saying, "This is the alternative. If you want to go down, if you want to go Apple." Yeah, okay, you've got the iPhone SE, but hey, if you want to come Android, this is what you're looking yeah. for. And the thing about Google phones is I think they are, I mean, they're, they're brilliantly built, they're good devices. They've never, I mean, I've never heard much controversy around them at all. I mean, people complain about individual issues or the camera's not as great as this or whatever. But yeah, maybe, maybe you know, the 6A is probably like the best Android phone out there at the moment. Yeah. No, I would agree. Come tell me if different. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's others out there that are equally as good, and we're going to hear from people who talk about Motorola. I like Motorola. I know some of you don't. Um, I I go back. To, I mean, I picked up that old Motorola G five, G four, or G five, whatever it is, and um, it it's it's fine. I mean, it's absolutely fine. It was. And it, I it, don't it, think it's so running it is. Android eight. I I, I seem well, to
1: remember seeing a tweet uh, from someone saying, uh, "Actually, Stephen, you're wrong," and it, it's well, we'll get it's it's terrible. We'll um, get to that. Good.
0: I read all my hate mail on this <laughs> show. I don't care. I do okay. to their opinion. Anyway, Julian says, none of this would matter if it were not the case that so many sight impaired people think that if they go to Android, they go to Samsung. This is made worse by the fact that Samsung put most of their resources into their high end products, the flips and the folds, and those are very expensive. In consequence, most blind users go for their cheaper options and, correct me if you think I'm wrong, but Samsung's lower end products are not actually very good. I admit that I have not personally owned a Samsung phone for a few years, but I know a few people who do and listen to a lot of the reviews and I get the impression that Samsung have cheaper phones just so they can claim to have a full range. They don't really care as much about that market segment. My advice, for what it's worth, is if you're not interested in flips and folds or cannot afford them, think Pixel. If your budget is below that, check out the specialists in that part of the market, the Motorola's, the Nokia's, the Xiaomi's, and others. I think I pronounced that right. The sub 400 area is the main combat area of these companies. They live or die by their ability to squeeze the most from the least, and they have neither the inclination or resources to keep significantly mucking about with Android. And since I'm in the mood for a good rant, says a negative Julian, <laughs> What is it about us blind folk that we think we must always have the most expensive version of anything or it will not be any good? You guys are using your equipment professionally, editing audio files, making book programs and so on. You can make a good case for needing pro version laptops, JAWS, top spec phones, multi-terabyte radar drives, <laughs> diamond encrusted <laughs> keyboards. But what about the average blind user? Come off it. We just want to read the contents of that letter we received, notes in the cans in the kitchen, Check our bank, listen to some music, surf the web and so on. We do not need power kit for any of that. So why do so many of us overbuy? I suspect that it is a relic thinking from the days when the only assistive tech was the specialist kind, it was always nearly always bankruptingly expensive to buy. If it does not cost every penny we have, it cannot be any good, right? Just for the record, my current main phone is a Motorola G thirty. I am very happy with it. My only real grumble is it being too big. Why are mobile phones so damn big? I'm a man with big hands, and they're still too big. How do women cope with them? But then, women are wonderful, aren't they? <laughs> Regards, Negative Julian. Why,
1: what a brilliant email. Back at the end. A fantastic email. Uh, we, we need more emails from you, Julian. That was amazing. I agree. Um, I kind of agree. Um, yes, I, I don't know, though. I mean, for the longest time way back it was was it called the wily fox the android phone everyone was going for it was like a 180
0: oh yes that's right and it
1: was really popular of course sadly it's no longer available i think it got discontinued it went bankrupt or whatever but i think people see samsung as like the um like the apple of android right they see it as the the top line that because it
0: is you know it does do beautiful hardware uh i think we can't get away from that Marketing though, isn't it? It's, be, it's yeah. actually exactly the same as Apple in the sense it's all marketing. Exactly, that's at the end right. Of the day.
1: Uh, but I do agree. It, it drives me crazy when they 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 try to sort of build their own ecosystem just because they want to lock customers into the Samsung brand. Uh, but that's not just Samsung. You know, Apple do the same thing. There are some things that Apple do, such as you know uh lock in a phone when you change the screen and it's not an Apple. Yeah, all that terrible stuff that they do. It's just so anti-end user. Um it drives mm. me crazy. Uh, let's not pretend that all of these, you know, are are doing it uh, for us at any stage. You know, it's all about making that <laughs> no. money. So but uh, yeah I, I do agree. I think
0: the um the, the pixel range is absolutely fantastic. Well Billy B writes in he says on the podcast Stephen once again was waxing lyrical about his very short experience of using a Motorola phone. Sorry, but I tried it, and it was terrible. Top back was not smooth, it lagged badly, and when swiping, it was nowhere near as responsive as an iPhone. Now, how can he say that? And if I say that, I get in trouble. Because you waxed lyrical. He didn't.
1: There's the difference. <laughs> God bless you, Billy. Um, that's another thing, uh, going back to Negative Julian's, about you know everyone wanting the, the, the top-end uh, stuff. I mm. think that... That's a great we, point. We still yeah. feel like because we're using assistive tech such as a screen reader or even magnification to some degree that we need that extra power. We need that extra grunt to for it to work properly. I'm not convinced that's totally true anymore, but uh, I've got to say again, <laughs> I don't want to bash Android, but there is there was a, a, a time there where there were a lot of Android phones that really did struggle with running TalkBack uh, because of the, you know they were the lower end and uh, some people expect that you, you you buy you know you know what you're getting when you you spend in 150 pounds or whatever but at the same time, I'm not convinced that's as true as it used to be. I think with the power, even in the low-end phones now, you can get some great performance. It's it's more like how they, when it comes to Android especially, it's how much they customise it, how much they muck around with the core of Android that I think causes performance problems. So I, don't, I think uh, Negative Julian's right. We don't need
0: the top end anymore. I, I know I don't always get the top end. Well, very no, rarely. I, I don't think... Well, I mean, again, you're right. Do we need it? And it's interesting because you say there, Julian, you know, I'm needing all this for all this work I'm doing. But the truth is, and I've mentioned this before, I'm using like a base Mac mini, 700 quid, not the most expensive. In fact, the cheapest Mac you can get. And it is, I'm still using it. I bought it in 2020. I've had many Macs through my hands since. And none of them, I mean, you know, okay, yes, my MacBook Pro is brilliant and I love it. And some people have said to me, why don't you use that as your main machine? But the truth is, I just don't have a reason to switch over because there's nothing wrong with what I'm using. And that surprised me because that's the first time I've, I, I have to be honest, part of me was really surprised by it. And then I thought, as soon as Apple caught on to this, this will double in price. Yes. And look what happened to the MacBook Air. Yes, You know, it went from 999 to what, nine twelve nine nine. So, you know... Yeah, they're picking up on the fact that people clearly think it's great, so let's value accordingly. Um, I think they, they made, if I'm honest on that one, I think they made a big mistake. The the opening price for that MacBook Air at 999, they would have flown off the yes. shelves. I'm not saying they aren't flying off the shelves, I'm sure they are, but they would have really flown off the shelves if he had gone in at 999. Did they really need to add 300 yes. per machine? They really? Did. Oh, they're struggling. Really? Oh, of course, yeah, they're really <laughs> struggling. I just, I just find that actually, it almost gets a little bit irritated. I mean, I was in the Apple store the other week. I can't remember what it was. I was looking at, and I remember just thinking, "This is just." There was, I, what was it? Was it wasn't a, wasn't the polishing cloth because that's just a yes. joke. Um, but it was there was things that were on sale. You know, Apple branded products, and I thought, I mean, there was I, the one that got me. The one that really got me was I bought uh, I'm Trying to remember the name of the company was it 12 South? maybe not. I can't remember the name of the company. It, it, has escaped me, but it was one of the kind of brands that you would see associated with accessories. Maybe it was twelve. Yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, it was a, it was an Apple uh, iPhone holder for the desk with MagSafe. Okay. And I get it home. It costs forty quid. Okay. And I get it home, and I realise it doesn't come with the MagSafe connect Oh, just so many! <laughs> I like that. You, when you look through, you, you just get a holder. I know. For it. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just a whole, I've got a supply. I mean, thankfully I've got them because, you know, when I, I did buy a couple at the time. Or I think I got one, with, I can't remember. Maybe it came with yeah, the phone yeah. at the time. But, you know, at least I had one. But I thought, God, if I had to now go buy that as well, how much do those cost? It's like, you know, it's something I used to make in woodwork class
1: or something. Give us the actual exactly. <laughs> the things with it. It's cutting corners for absolutely no reason. And it, it's like you say, that's all marketing. That's all brand. It's all, yeah, I, I, I don't like that at all. Hey, that's, no, that's what Amazon's either. for.
0: Just look through and you'll find it an equivalent. And on the point you made, Julian, regarding big uh, big phones, I agree with you. I was in the shops the other day, went out to town on Saturday and um, I was looking at different phones just to see what was out there. I came across a lot of Oppo phones. I've never experienced Oppo before. I think you going I don't, them, I, I don't know them. what
1: you're saying. Are you saying Oppo oh. or Oppo? Oppo. Oh. <laughs> Oppo,
0: O P P O. Oh, right. Okay. O-P-O. I think I've, yeah. I don't know much about this company. I've heard of them. I think they're a bit of an up and yeah. coming, um, but they certainly seem to be getting picked up by the carriers. So, and obviously they're being sold as, as cheaper options. And I, I guess they're pretty high po- powered as well. They've got their own range, you know, with, and I've heard various things about them, but I don't know much about them uh, in terms of talkback or experiences with them. Uh, but what I was looking for, and I didn't see it, was this new Zen phone. Now, is that Asus? Asus. Uh, I think so, or Asus. Yes. And that's Asus yeah, Z- Zenfone 9. This is the one everyone's raving about because of the size. Um, we're kind of getting into iPhone 12 or iPhone 13 mini territory here. And that, to me, would be the sweet spot, I think, when it comes to an Android device. If I could get an Android phone about that size, I'd be interested. So I'm going to stop you. I've been in touch no, with I'm Asus. I'm going to stop
1: you right there, Stephen Scott.
0: Well, I'll just going to say I've been in touch with them to ask me the same one. If they do, we'll we'll review All it right. here.
1: Well done, but I'm I'm going to call you out on that because the minis you
0: don't actually like. You keep going back to the Pro Maxes of the iPhone range. Oh well, I'll be honest. I like the I got the iPhone Pro Max purely because I wanted to try with the lidar sensor. Right, I really I find it irritating that yes. these devices do, the, at the lower end, if you call <laughs> yes. an iPhone 13 mini low end, uh, doesn't have lidar. That's irritating. So I got that for that reason. But do I use that as my daily? No. My daily phone, I jump between, I know I did this whole jump between iPhone SE mm-hmm. and um, the iPhone 13 mini. I'm back in my iPhone 13 mini. I'll be honest, right? It's funny you bring this up. I was down in London last week and when I'm out and about, I find the 13 mini really irritating because I just that's when the whole face ID thing just really drives me up the oh, wall. Come on. Yes. But when I'm at home, it doesn't bother me because usually it's on a stand or it's out of the way. Um, but when I'm on the move, it just really irks me because, you know, it's like you try trying to do the whole thing. And I was talking to someone about it and they're like, yeah, I can't get my head around these gestures. And we were just chatting about it. And yeah, the button just, oh, so much quicker. But I feel I'm losing out because I miss out on my MagSafe and I spent all this money on blooming MagSafe crap so i may as well you know, use it
1: language timothy unbelievable magsafe is absolutely fantastic
0: i gotta say oh well, magsafe is brilliant that's what i'm saying i've spent so much money on it but i, I may as well keep the phone that actually uses it mm. but if i if i had a home button it would be the best phone in the world okay absolutely wrong moving on tim writes on twitter i love how aaron has kept putting blind guy tech back in his place Nope. yeah this is following up on uh, the aaron fight or people calling it the big fight. I mean, it wasn't a fight. It was a nice chat with someone who doesn't know what he's talking. About. <laughs> uh no, I'm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <all> kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. Adam was brilliant and I really look forward to getting him back on the show. He was brilliant. Oh, was a he's, great He's guest. so
1: he's so on his game. He knows his stuff and
0: uh, I I love it when he pushes back. It's fantastic. Absolutely. More of that, please. Uh, Email from Kyler. So he says, and I I apologies, Kyler. I don't know if that's a male or female name. I have no idea. So I'm just going to call you Kyler. Uh, Kyler Golden, actually, is your name. Uh, I'm sending this email regarding the iOS 16 public beta release. While I'm not much of a fan of eloquence, I have used some of the other vocalizer voices now available for installation, including Scottish English Fiona, among others and have even tried my luck at the voices in the novelty section. But so far, Trinoids, Zarvox, and Boing have been the only <laughs> ones I could actually use on a productive yet comedic iPhone. LMAO. <laughs> That's laugh my ass off, in case you don't know. Uh, my only complaint is that Apple still haven't thought to add a startup sound to the iPhone like we hear on desktop oh, computers. Absolutely right. This is... Yeah, this is still an issue, as I sometimes still have to power down my iPhone for uh, troubleshooting reasons. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on the new release. Keep up the good work. God bless you all. Kyler. Mm. Well, thank you, Kyler. Uh,
1: you know, just having um, a vibration when you power on for iOS would be so useful. I I, I, I don't know. It, it drives me crazy, that. But um, uh, Eloquence, actually, in the latest update that I'm running, I think it's 16.6, the developer one. It's um, the, the crackleness, the crackliness from uh, Eloquence has been fixed um, and uh, I use Jamie. I'm using, I really love that voice at the minute. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Jamie's yeah, right yeah. Here.
1: So, um, yeah, they are working on it, which is good to know. I thought they just threw them in at the, you know, in the initial beta and then that would be it but no, they do seem to be uh, working on it. So, yeah, cool.
0: Yeah, I must admit it's, it's really interesting this one because I've seen a lot of people complaining about the the quality of eloquence on the iPhone in particular. I saw some tweets the other day. Some people are sending audio around. I'm really not too fussed about it at the moment because, again, it's in beta phase. I'm imagining this is something that will be continually developed. It clearly is being continually developed. I think they're trying to iron out a lot of the bugs... Yeah, it's definitely
1: improved in the last ...with using <laughs> yeah. it,
0: but it, it has improved, yeah, and they're, they're obviously getting better at it. Um, so, yeah, but just, uh, again, keep feeding it back. That's the key, right? We will have a full review on it. We don't tend to do... I, I tend... I I did it years ago. I used to go into the betas and try and find all the information and do reviews, but it's very difficult when it's constantly changing. I think you're better waiting until it's actually out, and then it. we can talk through it. properly I used to get
1: well, absolutely hammered yeah.
0: for even talking about the betas
1: back in the day because people said you just can't talk about it, it's not finished. It's unfair, but I feel it, well, it no, unfair. it's unfair to review it on that. But I think it's absolutely fair to take a look at. Hey. This is the new feature coming up in this. I think we shouldn't be afraid to talk oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, 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 of
0: course. But, well, I mean, look, I mean, I, I, I was leaping up and down when I learned Eloquence was in there. I was so absolutely. Happy. I, I must admit, I've got it running on my Mac uh, and on the iPhone. I do love having Eloquence on there. Oh, It's just joyous. terrible. Absolutely awful. But carry on. Pete writes in, hi, gang. I just listened to your podcast where you mentioned multi-point Bluetooth audio, headphones, slash buds, etc. I have been using these in some form for a few years now. I have quite a few of them that uh, came from the Mrs. A store. You know the one, lol. Um, (laughs) It only costs around 15 to 20 pounds. The ones I use are a single over-ear device and receives audio from two devices at the same time. Do a search for multi-point A8. Uh, that should give you results in the Mrs. A-Store A8. Okay. Um, he does mention some names here. Um, Yamipo. Big one. <laughs> Probably got that wrong. Uh, Yamipo. Is that not one of the Teletubbies? Uh, Yamipo Bluetooth headset, Bluetooth 5, hands-free, earpiece, 12-hour talk wow. time. Yeah, I feel like I'm reading out an Android thing here. Am I, am I a TTS all of a sudden? Uh, this is from Amazon. Uh, he says, uh, so now here is the flaw with these devices. Not really an issue uh, for me, though, he says, but if you have an application that holds the audio stream open, Soundscape is one app, for example, then the other device can't be heard as the first device is hogging the audio stream to the headset. But in normal use, I find them extremely useful. One example is I have configured my uh, phone uh, as the first device and a Bluetooth audio dongle for the second device. So when I got to an ATM, I just plug the dongle into the ATM and get voice feedback without having to fish about for some headphone to plug oh, in. That cool. is that's
1: an amazing idea.
0: idea. I'd never even thought yeah. of doing that. Fantastic. So hang on, a Bluetooth. So that little thing like I was talking about, low Bluetooth audio yeah. dongle. Wow. And then
1: just transmit it straight through, as long as you... That's a
0: great idea, because you can use it with your AirPods that, or whatever, right? <laughs> well, not the AirPods. Fantastic. obviously. This, this particular one. Yeah, no,
1: that's a really cool idea. Not that I use ATM uh, at all anymore,
0: but... Not the point, it's still a great idea. He says it does get me some odd looks, uh, as people near me think I'm using some kind of hacking oh, device cool. on the catch machine. That's brilliant. <laughs> anyway, hope you're all well and drinking plenty of apple juice. Pete, <laughs> <laughs> I am. Where did that come from? I am drinking because no, we well, I drink a lot of apple juice because I am an Apple uh, fanboy. That's, oh, that's See? good. Oh, that, oh that's uh, very yep,
1: good. Yeah, yep,
0: yeah, yep, there we go. Uh <laughs> Matthew writes in following a question about podcast chapters. Uh, This was a query from Desi, I think it was, wasn't it, who wrote in with this? Uh, Hi, Sean and Stephen. I do mine in Reaper, I'm afraid, so can't help with audacity. Mm. However, before Reaper introduced chapter support, I did it through auphonic.com. Not free, I'm afraid. Uh, That's A-U-P-H-O-N-I-C.com. Not free, he says. And to be honest, if all you use it for is chapters, it might not be worth it. But equally, I don't know of another way to do it on Windows. On Mac, try Forecast by Marco. This is the same guy who developed yeah. Overcast. Yeah, yeah, Forecast. I remember when that came yeah. out. That's, that's no, that was still good. Um, I have, I
1: yeah. Thank you very much. I've, I've looked into it after the uh, after we got that email, and everything I could find was all about. Yeah, you know, when I put chapters in Audacity, it's just about putting the labels in and actually marking up mm. a project into chapters, which is not at all what we want. Um, but yeah, it, it, it looks like it will have to be a third party, like a post-edit thing, to run it through. But <sighs> sounds like hard uh, work to yeah, me. Yeah, but it'd be worth it. Being able to skip through and and you know, uh, as our listeners often say, <laughs>
0: skip our waffle. Can't do. Skip the guff, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Peter writes in, greetings to all. Just a quick one. If you want to add chapters to your podcast, use the app Ferrite, or you could use GarageBand. You can put bookmarks throughout the editing process and they will show up as little dots. Take care from Pete in Robin Hood County. thank you, Pete. Um, Very good. I could look into that. Um, Michael Babcock writes in, hi, guys. Uh, Do you have the, this is on Twitter, he writes in, Do you uh, have the Focusrite Vocaster interface yet? I'm looking to see if anyone was able to get voiceover out of a Zoom call. Uh, I'm sure it's something little that I'm missing. Well, interesting you mentioned that, Michael, because uh, on our show tomorrow, on the next episode, we're going to have a demo (gasps) of the Focusrite Vocaster because uh, Derry Lawler, who got one a couple of weeks back, he has uh, gone and uh, done another demo for us, which is kind of cool. So, you can now look forward to that. That's kind up tomorrow. That's, that's, uh, I mean, It's almost like it was planned, Stephen Scott. That's amazing. If you start making those kind of accusations, you are out. <laughs> <I'm> out. <laughs> Tim Dixon's worried about us, Sean, uh, due to radio silence on the podcast, mm. or podcast silence, I suppose. Yesterday, do you get radio silence on podcasts? Uh, 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 I suppose. Well, no, we're fine. We're fine. Look, it's, it's been a busy couple of weeks, but uh, we. Um, we were hoping, and, and I know that people might have been expecting it, we were due to make an announcement on the show on Friday there, um, but we've had to hold it back for a few days. It will all make sense mm-hmm. when the news comes out, and we hope that will be this coming Friday. So um, I think it probably will be. But, yeah, you're going to get a bit of an update on what's going on here with the podcast and what we're doing, why things have been a little bit all over the place recently. It will all make sense on Friday. No. Hopefully. Yes. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, I think it should be. Um, anyway, he also goes on to write to him. This is: uh, Do the Soundcore sunglasses fit your head, Stephen? Considering mm-hmm. them as they're on hundred, uh, hundred and five pounds on Amazon, <gasps> but I have a large head. Oh, well, you, you and Stephen <sighs> alike, a sniper's dream. Well, <laughs> exactly, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, actually, they fit me great. I, I loved wearing them. Um, Just I hated think using them. To, well, the, yeah, that's another story entirely. So I think I, I did see a few tweets from Tim on this. His Bose frames got broken or damaged, I think, and um, he's looking for a replacement. So uh, are they as big? They're about the same size, but I can't remember what mines were. Was it fourteen something? There was a remember the, the I had this whole conversation with you about the bridge. Yes, of the, the millimeter, fourteen millimeter bridge between the lenses. I think it might be eighteen. I think mines was mm-hmm. eighteen because I remember the fourteen was what the new those frames are oh right and they were too small for well, me I,
1: my,
0: amazon right just buy both if you can afford
1: yeah, it send, and send them bad back bad ones you don't want or just do it one at a time so i love how you're the guy who's telling people to do that when you won't spend a penny on how anything how dare you sir funnily enough i'm in the same boat as tim here because with a huge no, head. No, I've got a very small peanut style head. But the point. I'm so glad you finished that statement. <laughs> the point is. <laughs> Stop it. The...
0: The... I thought, what an admission to make on a podcast. That... We were holding that back till Friday. Peanut. Anyway, the point is. You should be ashamed of yourself. You Maybe professionals.
1: The point is that my pose frames stopped working.
0: And in that the, bombshell.
1: The left leg or arm. Uh, I could get any sound out, and then the right arm went as well. So I've sent them back and got a refund because, uh, I'm sorry, they're just not built for it. If if they break that quickly, I am not happy. (laughs) The the actual performance of them, I did love, uh, but the quality, no. So I'm I'm without them at the minute. And I was thinking about the um, Sancor from Anchor, the Sancor Frames, but you know, you've said that the volume isn't really that great. Uh, but the build quality, when I felt them in, uh, was oh, it Costco I mean or that. whenever it was when we were in Canada, they yep. felt so much better. So I don't know. I'm in two minds. But now they're a little bit cheaper. If I could get them on those beautiful <laughs>
0: five easy payments, I mean, <laughs> well, good for you on that one. I will say, I think you'll love them in the house. Good luck outside. If a, if any kind of traffic, if if a bird in Aberdeen yes, squawks. Uh, you won't hear a thing through those headphones. That's pretty much how it is. And that doesn't matter where, That doesn't matter if you are currently in New York. If that bird in Aberdeen squawks, you will not hear a thing on those soundcore frames because they are so damn well, quiet. Well, I'm not convinced by you, Steve. I'm not
1: saying you're wrong, but you're wrong. So, Tim, Maybe I'm let going us deaf. know. If you do get them, I'll be
0: very interested on your feedback on those yeah absolutely uh, guys we're out right here today back tomorrow though we do have some great episodes coming up for you this week uh, we're going to be hearing from uh, Gordon Anthony actually on the subject of frames uh, he has got a different pair of frames to tell us about called Rocket Frames I think it's called we hear about Rocket that frames. Um, Rocket Frames Rocket Frames uh, frames that provide audio but not video well done it was like Elton was in the room <laughs> Elton's cleaner um <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll have that. And also, Derry Lawler's thoughts on the Focus Right Vocaster coming up this week on Blind Guy Talks Tech. Plus, the Saturday edition is back. Oh, expect more controversy and more reasons to be cancelled <laughs> coming up this weekend. <laughs> uh, keep in touch as always. And uh, yeah, will catch you again tomorrow. Sean Priest, as always, thank you for whatever it is. You thank do. you, sir.